In this episode, we're going to talk about how to create bigger, better, and more beloved brands to having unlimited impact. We're going to talk to a branding strategist who says a proven three-step unlimited impact process will help you get clear, get noticed, and get paid. This is P is for Profits. You're listening to the P is for Profit podcast with Adam Lean, where it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep and how much freedom you enjoy. Welcome to PS for Profit. My name is Osbert Duran, and I, along with the rest of the team at the CFO Project, are passionate about helping business owners improve their profitability of their business. My guest today is Gretchen Cathan. She's a marketing and branding expert that has successfully helped entrepreneurs from former pro athletes, trained physicians, to TV personalities. Gretchen, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. Thank you, Osbert. I'm happy to be here. Perfect. Yeah, we're. Uh, I think we're going to have a really interesting topic here. Um, uh, but before we dive in, um, if you could just kind of give us a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe even just segue into like how you started this whole venture. Well, my name is Gretchen, and I am the left brain of Left Right Labs. Our name is based off of uh, me being the left brain, the logical one, and my business partner, uh, Trina, being the right brain, the creative one, she started with doing all of the design and I do develop the development. Our short answer to that is she makes it pretty and I make it work. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've been doing this together for probably close to 14 years now. I think we're, I think we're coming up on the 14 year mark. It started out as um, I love to build things. So I have a massive Lego collection. So I'm always just building little Lego models here and there. Um, and I love building things out of software. I got my first computer when we were in the seventh grade, way back when it was the Commodore VIC-20, and you plugged it into your console TV, oh, and wow. you sat on the yeah. yeah, you sat on the floor with your keyboard and your tape recorder, which is where you didn't we didn't have disk drives yet. We tape put everything on tape recorder, and I learned to program. I'd buy books from Radio Shack or or get them from the library, and I would just learn how to to program. And I loved just creating things. So long story short, I actually went into music for a while, but um, we, we'll, we won't go into that, that down that road yet. But um, mm-hmm. I built a website in uh, 2005. It's called Girls Can't What. It still exists. Um, it's girlscantwhat.com. And it was kind of just uh, um, me drawing these characters and putting them out there and letting people color them with whatever hairstyle they wanted or um, eye color, uniform color. And it was girls doing non-traditional things like mm-hmm. um, playing hockey or um, becoming police officers or firefighters, things like that. And um, you could go in, you could color the, the design to, to match you or your child or your niece or whomever. And then you could um, push a button and it would print it out on coffee mugs, t-shirts, tote bags, whatever you wanted to basically create your own gift items. So I created that site in 2005 and it, it took off. And all of a sudden, people are asking me, hey, can you build a website for me? And I was like, sure. Because <laughs> uh, I, the, the way I learned to build is I went to the library and I got books and I'd watch videos on the internet until I figured it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I got really good at it. And that, so I, I consider myself an accidental web developer. And that's, that's really how I got started into yeah. web development. Wow. I mean, that, that's a very interesting story. Um, I think you said it right, just how you kind of accidentally became a web developer but you know i think that also shows kind of your expertise and something that 
you just you did it and you were you happened to be really good at it and i'm you know i'm sure too you took a lot of work from your end you know you said that you went and and studied for this and and read the books watched all the videos that you could watch so i, I think yeah. that's uh that's a very, very cool story. I appreciate that. I always just like to start off, you know, kind of get your background on that, which I think, you know, I want to bring it to like segue in a little bit with uh, the brand, the whole branding uh, concept. And I'm curious to hear from you is like uh, you, so you help a lot of folks with uh, branding, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm curious to know what is a common like mistake or not maybe a mistake, but what is a common area where you see a lot of of these people who want to brand something, not do well at, or can improve? Or what's the common theme that you see across where they need areas of help? Sure. I think the biggest misconception is that people think brand is about image. It's all about how they look. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when um, we work with some celebrity wellness experts, um, typically they could be um, athletes that are kind of at a crossroad in their career, like they've retired from their professional sports career. And they're looking to sell a product or become a motivational speaker or, or something like that, usually in a transition. And they come to us and they're like, one of our clients literally said to us one day, my brand is dusty, meaning it, it, he, he was all about how it looked. And it did look like he made supplements in his basement. It was not a pretty website to begin with. But what we, when we dove deeper into that, it really, there, there's more, more than just giving him a new logo and a new look and feel to his website. We really had to dive into, are you serving the right customer with the products that you have? Are you reaching them through like the language on your website? So the, the copywriting is a big part of brand strategy. And also your brand has its own personality. And a lot of people, again, they, they think, oh, brand, I, I just need to change my logo. Or I need a, a nicer looking website. And they don't think about how their brand has a, a personality. And the personality is usually an extension of the, the person who's creating the brand. But that brand needs that personality of that brand needs to carry across all of your messaging. It needs to go through your social media. It needs to go to your website. To go to any materials that go out, all the way down to even the labels on your products you need to reflect your brand. If you're a, a funny brand, then your your labels on your products should reflect that humor. And another thing that people don't necessarily recognize right off the bat is their brand actually has a purpose. Somewhere deep inside of them, they have. They've generated a purpose of why they're doing what they do. <clears throat> Excuse me. We work almost entirely with um, entrepreneurs, and they they're, they are people who have a purpose. They started their business for some reason. For example, I started my girls can't what business way back in the day because I saw a need to show my own daughters that girls can be anything they want to be. And sure. so my brand, girls can't what, had a purpose. And that's one thing that I think that people who come to us sometimes just don't don't recognize right off the bat. They just think I my site needs to look better. Yeah. And that's a very common thing across like a lot of entrepreneurs is, you know, everyone has a purpose uh, for their business. And I I think what you mentioned too is, is trying to kind of create maybe like that brand vision and having those things in line so that you can relay that purpose to the right audience and to the right people that you're trying to attract to. And even like from, you know, our side, we deal with this a lot too, is everyone that we work with, you know, they're very passionate about what they're doing, but sometimes they struggle financially and, and that's where we come and help. So I think it's, you know, experts like yourself that really help kind of carry the, the torch all the way through the finish line, even though someone may feel like they're experts in it. It's just sometimes that extra push to get 
get your branding portion correct. And, you know, you went into a little bit more of like, what's the, uh, the purpose and, and the goal. And I think I want to more focus on like, why, why would it, why was it important to have a clear vision in terms of like branding? Cause a lot of times I think we can get overwhelmed and say, I want to basically go with everyone. I want everyone to get into my product, but why do you think it's important to have kind of more focused brand? Oh, and actually I can answer that from our own personal mm-hmm. experience. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. So when we first started out, so, so to, to continue my story from the, the girls can't walk perspective, mm-hmm. when people started asking me to build websites, my, um, my best friend, Trina, um, was just getting out of college with a graphics design degree and okay. she was working at a local print firm. And I said, Hey, can you just, uh, you know, I'm better at the code. You're better at the design. Let's just partner up and just do this stuff, odd job style. So we took on these odd jobs and, and eventually that um, turned into a full-time business for us. And we, at that time, were just taking on any client that wanted a website. They'd come mm-hmm. to us and we were, essentially we were really order takers. We we're like, oh, you need this? Okay, great. We'll, we'll make this for you. And we were serving all kinds of different businesses, all kinds of different industries. And we didn't necessarily know that much about each individual person's business beyond maybe just having a couple conversations with them. And it, we were, we found ourselves literally feeling like we were at the circus spinning all the plates. Um, we, we had so many, so many things up in the air, so many different things we didn't know. And we were, so we were constantly trying to research and figure this out and figure that out. And we were trying to do everything for everybody. And it was really killing us in terms of productivity and profit. And, so what we decided was we really need to just figure out what what market do we want to serve and focus on that one market. And we decided it was wellness experts. Um, and one and, and it wasn't just like we flipped the switch and overnight, oh, look, everything's sure. great. We were like, okay, this is where we want, this is the direction we want to head. So let's focus on that. If someone still comes to us and they, they're not a wellness expert, you know, we'll still work with them to, in the interim to try to, you know, make that transition. But our, our real focus is to work with these celebrity experts. And the reason we chose that particular niche was we had already been working with um, a bodybuilder who was absolutely fantastic to work with. He was local. Um, his sister and my sister were in the same high school class. We knew a lot of the same people. We grew up in the mm-hmm. same hometown. Um, and he was just a, his a, amazing personality. He was super positive about everything. He um, was engaged in his marketing, but he also trusted us with our expertise. He didn't try to override and say, well, I think you should do this. He was, he would, we would have conversations and he, and he recognized that, you know, we had all this expertise in marketing. We could help him and just loved working with him. And um, then we had a couple of other clients who were also same, same way. They were in some area of health and wellness and they were positive upbeat people that really they trusted us that they had a they, and they had a mission too and that's that's one of the things um like i said the brand has a purpose our our mission is to reach as many people as we can um with messages of how to live a healthy lifestyle and what we realized is we're we trina and i um mm-hmm. we're really good at design and development but we don't have the platforms to reach as many people um as some of these celebrity wellness experts do but we can be the cogs in the wheel behind the scenes that can help propel them forward so they can reach more people. So that's, that's where our mission is at. And so what we did is we switched to that, that niche. And over time, as we started focusing more and more on that, our, um, our work became so much easier because it was, we're working with the same type of marketing over and over again. 
right. we're working with the same tools over and over again. We're working with similar people. They're, and, and all of these people are really not in competition with each other. So that was also a plus. So they, they all seem to want to work with each other because they all have the common goal of helping people to live healthier lives. So we really haven't run into this, I don't like this person, I don't like that person kind of competition. <laughs> so that's been fantastic. And of course, that, that obviously impacts the profit because now we are way more efficient. We're mm-hmm. able to build systems and tools that we can replicate easily. We don't do cookie cutter work, but mm-hmm. the stuff that is kind of cookie cutter or, or template is there and then we can that way we can focus what we do best which is that custom design that custom branding and doing all that research to figure out what you know what that connection is between our client and their customer and helping them build a more profitable business we're able to focus our energy there which is really where it needs to be and then of course that just the profit is just comes naturally after that yeah. Wow. I mean, can you be our spokesperson? Because I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's exactly the common issue we see. Um, and I think it's a, probably a general topic of like the, being able to focus and like trying to have a, a one, not one product, but like you said, it's the ability to focus on on helping like a specific niche um, because then it allows you to become like a subject matter expert in that and allows you to reach more people. And I think like you said, the folks that you guys are helping uh, and kind of your mission statement of this uh, whole like fit, health and fitness, they have a lot of followers. They have a lot of social media influence. They're influencers as well. Um, yeah. And I think that model in itself is just a ripple effect and, and it goes a long way, um, which I mean, I think it's very powerful just uh, in, in concept. But I, I mean, and just curious uh, for the health and fitness. I mean, is there any particular reason why uh, you guys decided to kind of stick with the health and fitness uh, market? Um, I, sure. Yeah, Trina and yeah. I both have personal reasons for that. Um, sure. For for Trina, she lost her mother at a um, at a young age because her her mom had some diabetes and a lot of underlying health conditions. Um, Sorry. And for me, it was it was similar. I have family members who. Um, had multiple heart attacks and diabetes and all this other, uh, these, all these health conditions that were treatable. But at the time, you know, back in the eighties the and, and nineties, not a whole mm-hmm. lot was known um, sure. in terms of diet and nutrition and things like that. I mean, yes, they knew eat healthier and, and work out, but not to the degree of knowledge that we have now. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of been, that, that's why we tie our mission into that. Because we really want to see our own family members and, and our kids and, and so forth to learn how to eat nutritiously and learn how to do exercise and and build that into their lifestyle and just live that healthy lifestyle. Um, And so it's great to get to work with people who um, are out there reaching people like our own family members. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's also very powerful. I appreciate you uh, letting us know that. I think when you have a kind of personal impact or relationship to what you're passionate about it makes it that much more i guess impactful in a way so mm-hmm. i appreciate you you letting us know that um i mean personally too i, I think you know health and, and fitness um are just the health piece a lot is something that we've you know in my family as well we've seen a lot of diseases come and, and there's a lot of things that i would say maybe 10 years ago i had no idea about um and i think it's also like a a trend of all all of us changing to try to become healthier beings because, I mean, 
I think 10 years, the kind of things that were marketed to, to eat, right. it, it wasn't, it's way different than it is now. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate that. Um, and I want to actually, I'm curious about branding and then rebranding, because when I think what a lot of folks think uh, about branding something, I, I imagine it, um, I have a new product, I have a new service that I want to, you know, let the world know versus uh, rebranding, I think is a little different. It, it means you, I, maybe you can elaborate more on that. What do you think is, or what is the difference between branding something and rebranding something and, and who is it for? Sure. Um, so when a, when a client comes to us and they want yeah. a rebranding, typically it's a, they've already had a brand that mm-hmm. they've either, it's, it's either been, um, it was done, you know, seven to 10 years ago, or it was something that they've put together themselves. And it's not really a cohesive brand. It's just bits. And it's like, Hey, I like this color. Hey, I'll, this is my logo. Um, you know, I got this on Fiverr or, you know, just, and it's not, I don't really like it. You know, they have just all these little hodgepodge of things and it's, it's kind of a brand, but it's kind of not. And so they're coming to us wanting us to really put together the whole package. Like, you know, it, the the branding again, not just the, the color schemes and the logos, but the messaging behind it, what's their purpose, really connecting the messaging that they're putting out there with mm-hmm. the audience that they're trying to serve. So that's what, what our, I would say a rebrand is just branding your product is what, what you just described. It's it's a new product. It has no real life of itself. It's an infant, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to figure out what that, that brand looks like. And while we can do that, that's really not what we're, our, where our strength lies. Our strength really lies in taking things that where, where the person has had the business for seven to 10 years has um, an idea of what they want, already has a following and has the customers in the market um, because that actually helps us with the the type of research that we do. We're able to dive in and talk to customers. In fact, we did this yesterday. Um, We were on a call with a client and we're we're doing a deep dive into doing some rebranding for her. And she just said, hey, I have a couple of customers here. Let me connect you with them. And we actually had conversations with her customers that give us that real insight to what they're looking for in the programs that she offers. Um, the products that they buy, et cetera. And then when we're, as we're helping her with her rebrand, we'll be able to pull things that we, from those conversations that will help her retarget her messaging to connect with those types of people and get more of those types of people. Cause those are her raving fans, so to speak. And you obviously in any business, you want raving fans. You want people who absolutely love your product, want to come back and buy more from you. And you're only going to get that by actually connecting with those customers. Yep. That's that's very uh, very interesting, and um, it's always good to hear also that just like the the process that goes into it, and maybe you can even go and I'm sure you've already touched on this too, but maybe you can explain to us a little bit what that because um, you, on your website I, I see you have a, a three that three step process, um, and kind of the saying goes right: get clear, get noticed, and get paid. So can you kind of give us a overview of what that process looks like? Several years ago, we were sitting down trying to figure out, um, you know, just, just our overall process. We were we were breaking into that health and and wellness niche, and we were like, mm-hmm. what, you know, what do these customers? What is it they're really? We were of course trying to dial in our own messaging for our own brand, and we were listing out all the things, all the services that they came to us for, and um, I, I listed them all on a Google Doc, and I just kind of stared at them for a little bit, and I started regrouping them a little bit, and said, okay, this, you know, these things go together, these things go together. And all of a sudden, it kind of emerged out of that. All of that, I said, "Oh, 
here they're wanting to just get clear. They want strategy. They want to they want to basically discover their voice. They want to find their ideal customer. And you know, they're just looking at how how to really have clarity around their business. Mm-hmm. And so that was get clear. And then the next grouping, I was like, okay, the next grouping is really all about getting that brand. It's it's getting people to notice them. It's how they look, it's their image, but it's also the messaging that their brand is portraying and the and the purpose behind their brand. And I'm like, okay, so what what our customers want at this step is they just want to get noticed. They want people to see them. And I was like, and then then the the third grouping of things, I was like, okay. Then the final piece is kind of the obvious. They want to get paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> there's no point in having the brand if you're not going to make any any money off of it. So right. um, the getting paid pieces are all the services that we offer that helps them become like basically irresistible to those raving fans. And it's um, positioning them as the expert in their niche and and uh, helping them get paid what they're worth. Some of these, even though some of our clients are celebrities and athletes, they, they still sometimes struggle after their, their main career has ended of, uh, hey, I've got to keep this revenue stream going. I've got kids now. I've got a lifestyle to maintain. I've got you know a mortgage. I've got this. I've got that. Yeah. Um, and so that... That those are the main the main things that our clients are coming to us needing. They're like, I need to get clear, I need to get noticed, and I need to get paid. Wow, I mean, yeah, that, I, yeah, that's very interesting because we see it all the time, right? We have like a very popular um, athlete, and then yeah, after that, you know, all the the light or spotlight goes away after their career kind of finished. Um, mm-hmm. What happens afterwards? And I think that's right where you just you just talked about it's where you guys come in also and and help them get noticed um, so that they can ultimately maintain that current lifestyle that they have or the family or whatever the need is, right? Um, right. Which I think, yeah. So I appreciate you also explaining the three step process. I think that's it's very clear. Yeah. What, they're also when they're at that. When they're at that crossroads, they're the ones in charge now. Prior prior to that, when they were on a sports team or or whatever with the sporting career, a lot of the marketing for them was done for them. They didn't have to do a whole lot. They had promoters, they had managers, they had, you know, other people that handled those pieces for them. Now, after their career is done, it's just them. <laughs> you know, yeah. they might have some PR people here or there, but it's it's just them. They're the ones calling the shots and it's a whole different game for them. And especially when it comes to online marketing, they're really not as knowledgeable as they would like to be in that that arena. And so we look at our clients more as having a partnership with them and being like their team, part of their team, an extended version of their team and working with them versus us. Well, our clients don't come to us and just, and say, here's what I want, just do it. We actually have conversations with these celebrities. We will we'll be on phone calls with them every week, face-to-face through video and, and talk about their, their brand, what they're trying to achieve. We set goals with them. We check in. We set quarterly goals, work through things. Um, and then we, and whatever our quarterly goal is, we sit down and we work through that over the quarter. And then at the next quarter, we set another set of goals. And so everything's very strategic in what we do. It's not just, um, oh, here, make my my brand and then we make the brand and then we're done. It's, it's a continuous relationship. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I don't think, well, what you mentioned about it's not as easy as it looks. Um, they weren't doing it before as far as the branding piece. And now they're kind of on their own. Um, I mean, I see a lot of the, also like the social influencers I, more than likely, I feel like they all have a team that's helping them with that because to manage all that on your own, the yeah. whole branding and marketing side of it, of the things 
it's it's very difficult from what I've even just personally experienced myself um, in trying to brand certain things that I've done in my own ventures. But um, yeah, a lot of them will handle one or two parts of it. Like maybe they do their own Instagram or their own Facebook mm-hmm. or something like that. But the majority of the ones that we've encountered, they don't even touch their website. They, they have no desire to try to do any of that. I've had one or two that have maybe fiddled with a square space or something mm-hmm. like that. But they're but they even then they struggle um, because that's just not what they're they're designed to do. But so so yeah, they almost all of them have teams doing the different pieces. You do have some direct interaction, like the ones who do handle their their actual social themselves. But like I said, it's very limited. It's usually only one or two platforms, and even that, it's not all them. It's a lot of times it is a team behind them that has set up a scheduled series of posts and and various things, and then that celebrity athlete comes in and posts, you know, at random random times when they have the the, the downtime because they're they're busy people still. Even yeah. in retirement, they're busy people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can I can assume so. But anyway, I, I think that's a perfect place to to stop. Again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we really appreciate having experts on the on the show. I think um, because you guys really know the subject, um, you guys are the experts out there. And then um, what you do, I think, helping just uh, the health and fitness industry, it's it's very powerful. So just I want. Last question is, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find us at leftrightlabs.com. Uh, that's our website. We are also on uh, Facebook and Instagram under the same Left Right Labs moniker. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And you will include that also in the description as well. So leftrightlabs.com. Correct. I would like to thank, uh, again, Gretchen, thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions for Gretchen that you would like for her to help your business, please reach out to us. I'll put her info notes on the show podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, the goal of your business should be to make more profit than last year and turn that into cash. Thank you for listening. The P is for Profit podcast is sponsored by the CFO Project. We help small business owners and entrepreneurs pocket bigger profits. If you're ready to discover the five changes required to boost your profits this quarter, you'll want to attend our latest presentation, Why Your Small Business Might Not Be As Profitable As It Should Be. Register at the CFOproject.com slash video.